Most people think that financial freedom is about attaining a certain amount of money. But that is not what financial freedom is about. Financial freedom has more to do with the lifestyle you want to live than the money you make. Hey there, and welcome to the Investing Well podcast. I'm your host, Liz Sheik, but you can call me Liz. I'm an entrepreneur through and through. My husband and I, we've climbed ourselves out of hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of debt and now are living completely debt-free. Accomplishing this wasn't easy by any means. We've made some really wise choices and we've certainly made some that we are less proud of. However, standing on this side of financial freedom, I'm here to tell you that it is possible and I'm here to show you how to do it with your God-given talents. All the while, investing in what matters most your health, family, and community. So go ahead, grab your coffee and your noise-canceling AirPods, and let's get going. We have some investing to do. Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Investing Well podcast. I'm your host, Liz Sheik, and I am so excited that you tuned in today. Today's episode is all about finding your financial freedom number. So what the heck is a financial freedom number? A financial freedom number is the number that you need in order to live financially free. Now, this number is different for every single person. And this number is based on what your dreams and ambitions and how you want to live your lifestyle. You create your financial freedom number by focusing on the things you desire most in life. Now, it's interesting. Most people who talk about financial freedom or coach about financial freedom or even this idea of financial freedom that's floating out there all focuses on the wrong thing. Most of the time when you hear the word financial freedom, a number pops into your head. Most people start with the concept of how much money should I make? How much money do I want to make? But asking those questions is actually the the wrong question. The question you should be asking yourself when it comes to financial freedom is, what do I want to do in my life? What does my life look like when I am financially free? And then what money do I need in order to support that lifestyle? You see, financial freedom is going to be different for every single person. And most people believe financial freedom is about the money. And that's wrong. Financial freedom is about the ability to live the life you want on your terms, in your own way, without being constrained to one central location. That you could go, do, be anywhere you want to be because you want to be there and do that. Now, sometimes people get this idea that, oh, I want financial freedom and I'm going to go live on a yacht 24-7. I'm going to throw all these parties and I'm going to make millions and just throw my cash everywhere. And that's financial freedom. For most people, that's not financial freedom. In fact, for most people, that is uh, that description I just gave is an elusive idea and it is wasteful. Now, is that really your goal in life to be able to do that? The question would then be, why is that your goal? What what part of that makes you feel fulfilled? Because the people I know who have yachts, the people I know who have personal aircraft, more often than not, those people who own those items 
don't actually get to use them because they are working a job that takes them away from the ability to use those items. So it's other people in their life who are actually utilizing those items. So the question goes back to, how do you calculate your financial freedom number? When you look at your financial freedom, there's a big distinction between financial freedom and living the life you want and financial security. We're not really gonna talk too much in this episode about financial security, but know that wherever you are today, you have to reach financial security before you can reach financial freedom. Financial security is the ability to live within your means, to have little to no debt, to have a definitive way to pay off debt if you have any. You're contributing to your basic investment and retirement accounts, and you have enough money saved that you can make decisions day to day that do not affect your overall income and you're not each month taking on more debt. So financial freedom versus financial security, very different. Financial security you have to reach before you get to financial freedom. And often people get to financial security and think that they then have financial freedom, but yet they are still stuck in financial security because they don't have the ability to actually choose how they live their life. So when you look at financial freedom, it is truly the ability to live your life and live it on your terms, how you want to live it, where you want to live it. And it's interesting because often people will get to financial freedom because they've hit some sort of ideal number in their head and they don't have the joy in their life. They don't have fulfillment in their life. They don't feel like they've really gotten to financial freedom. They've just created more money. And it's because throughout the process, they're not investing in what really matters most to them. They took it from the world standpoint of saying, hey, how much money do I need? And then let me just go attain that. When I work with coaching clients, I start with this conversation. And my coaching clients are often purchasing real estate, getting into real estate investing. And this is the number one question I ask them. How much money do you want to make? Why do you want to make this money? And they're like, oh, I want financial freedom. Okay, great. Well, what is that number to you? And then people throw out arbitrary numbers, right? A million dollars, $2 million, whatever. And I'm like, okay, great. So when you get this amount of money, what is that going to provide for you? And they often cannot answer that question. And they'll be like, financial freedom. No, you're missing the question. Financial freedom allows you to live a certain lifestyle. The money is not financial freedom. So then we work through this process of defining what financial freedom is for you. And so if you're driving right now, don't take out a pen and pencil. Just come back to this episode and do this exercise later. But if you are at a place where you can grab a pen and pencil, go ahead and pause me, grab a pen and pencil. And I want you to write down these three questions, because when you answer these, this is going to help you figure out what financial freedom and lifestyle freedom looks like for you. And I would prefer to use the term lifestyle freedom. What does your lifestyle look like when you have complete freedom to do what you want? What does your lifestyle look like if money was no object? How would you choose to live your day? So here's the three questions. The first one is, and I want you to describe them in massive detail. I want you to describe it almost like you're writing a story almost as if somebody's going to read it and create a movie from it, right? Describe, the first question, describe in massive detail, how would I spend 
each day. So here's the reality. Most people, when thinking of financial freedom, think that their life is going to be completely different than it already is today. And it may in some cases, and it may not be in other cases, right? I want you to write in excruciating detail everything about your day from the moment you wake up. I get up, I have a cup of coffee, I read my book, I'm up before my children wake up, I go on a walk with my husband, I go and do yoga every day, I have lunch with one of my friends Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you know. So I want you to go into massive detail around what your life really looks like. If your goal is that you can go to brunch with your girlfriends or lunch with your girlfriends every single day, then write that down. If you want to go to lunch with your spouse every single day, write that down. If you want somebody who comes into your home and prepares your meals for you every single evening, and that's really, truly how you want to live your life, then write it down. For many people, the idea of being like, oh, I would love for somebody to cook every meal. I'd love to have a chef in my house every single night. That may truly be where you want to be. And other people may look at that and be like, oh my gosh, I would never want somebody in my house every single day. In fact, I love cooking. Why would I want somebody to come in and do that? So it doesn't matter what your dream life looks like. It doesn't matter what your lifestyle freedom looks like. I just want you to write it down in complete detail. What would you do on a daily basis? The second question, it's going to be similar to the first, but what would you do on a yearly basis? So again, maybe you don't want to live abroad. Maybe you just want to spend the summers abroad. Maybe you want to have enough vacation rentals that you spend a quarter of your year at each one of them. Or you have a house in your favorite part of the mountains and you have a beachfront home at the favorite beach that you have. Whatever it is, however you spend your year, I want you to write that down. If going on a luxury ski vacation is something you do every year and that's what you always want to do, if you want to host Christmas at your house and have all your family and friends come over, write it down. I want it written down in such detail that... Again, if we were going to make a video of your life when you reach financial freedom and lifestyle freedom, we can make a life or we can make a video of your life. And I want you to be specific enough to say what kind of car you want. I want to know what your home looks like. I want to know where your home's located. For some people, your lifestyle freedom is the fact that you want to have a farmhouse with 17 acres in the foothills of the mountains, and you want to raise your own livestock, and you want to grow your own garden, and you want to make fresh homemade bread and go on a few vacations a year. That's amazing. I want you to write down what brings you joy. Not because, hey, I think that if I go live this extravagant life, I am successful. Success is measured on how true are you being to the life that you were called to live? And there is nothing wrong if you do not want to travel on a yacht, go to Europe, go on luxury vacations. There, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong if you want to do it and there's nothing wrong if you don't. But taking the time to look inside of who you are to say, 
Living a life like this would genuinely bring me joy. I could see myself living this way every day of my life. And then the third thing I want you to detail out is what are some of the lifetime achievements or experiences you want to have during your life? So, for example, maybe you want to have enough vacation homes that you are able to gift your children a home. Maybe you want to create enough income to be able to help your children with a down payment on their first home or that you would be able to fully pay for college without taking on any student loans or without your children taking on any student loans. What are the big experiences? Do you want to charter a yacht and take all your friends? Do you want to spend a month abroad? What is it that you look in your life and say, hey, between where I am right now and 90 years old, whatever, what are some of the things I want to achieve? Do you want to write a book and have it published? Do you want to start a podcast? Do you want to raise funds and support a missionary or nonprofit organization? What are some of the things that in your heart and soul light you up that you would like to achieve? Would you like to go on missions trips with your family? Would you like to adopt a child? Would you like to every single year head up Operation Christmas Child in your community? What are some of the big things in life that you want to do? Would you like to start your own business? Would you like to create your own clothing line? What is it that you want to do in your life? What are those things? And write those down. Now, once you have these three questions detailed out, I want you to go back and read through them. And the first thing I want you to pull out from everything you wrote down is what are all the things you wrote down that cost you absolutely no money to do? Absolutely no money to do. For example, if you wrote down that you want to create a morning routine and your dream day has this beautiful morning routine of getting up and having coffee, reading a great book, journaling, reading scripture in your library. Write that down. You may not have a library right now, but of that dream and how you detailed that life, you may find that, wow, I can wake up early in the morning and have coffee. I can read. I can journal. I can spend time in scripture. And none of that costs me any money. What it is going to cost you is additional time. So maybe you wake up before everybody else wakes up. Maybe you do have to wake up a little earlier. But what are the things you can start doing today that cost you absolutely nothing? You want to better your relationship with your husband or spouse. You want and see in your dream life that you guys are super connected. You go on a walk every single day. You play tennis, whatever it is that you do. Could you go ahead and start going on a walk tonight, this afternoon with your spouse? And it costs you absolutely no money whatsoever. And then go ahead and do that for every single one of those questions, because maybe you get down to the lifetime achievements and one of your goals is to write a book. What book is the Lord stirring in your heart for you to write? And could you go ahead and start writing the chapters of that book now? I want to share something super personal with you. When I first did this, how I just described my morning as the example was it was what I wrote down. The very first time I ever did this for myself, I wanted to wake up before my kids. I wanted them to always come down the stairs 
and remember me being happy and awake and reading my Bible. That's how I wanted in my dream life that my children later on in life would remember me as, as my mom was always happy, but she had her cup of coffee. I'd come down the stairs after waking up. She was reading her Bible and she was always happy to see me. So living the lifestyle was that later on in my future, my kids would have these feelings of me and have these memories of me in the moment that they would fill my heart with joy. And it was in my, my lifestyle that I would get up, have coffee, do these things in my library. And for years, countless years, almost seven since I've done it, I've never had a library. And we literally just finished building out an entire library in our home. And so even my financial freedom life, my lifestyle freedom life is continuing to develop as I continue to grow. Also, I had it on my heart to write a book. And that book I started writing years ago. Fast forward six years and the book I wrote, which has not yet been published, which is still on the things I want to do, but that book was the foundation of this podcast. And so I started to put into action a long time ago things that were absolutely free for me to do. But yet here I am years later, and what I wrote is coming to fruition. The time is going to pass regardless if we take a step closer to the lifestyle we want or if we make no moves. It's going to come. And so when you look at this, what are the non-monetary items in what you wrote that you can start implementing today? Because what's going to happen is that you will start working on your finances. You will get out of debt. You will generate additional income. You will start creating generational wealth. You will start having investments that are paying you dividends where you are able to live the life that you have written down. But if you don't now start implementing some of the free things, the relational things, you just wait for that day to come where you have the money, there's going to be a lot of relational investing where you've got to catch up on. Whereas right now as human beings, we are not, we are not just single faceted. We are multifaceted beings, which means that we have the capacity to do multiple things at one time. And I'm not telling you to do multiple things that's going to burn you out. What I mean is that as you pay off debt, as you get to a point of creating financial security in your life, as you get to a point of creating financial freedom in your life, you can be working on your health, your mental well-being, your relationship with your children, your relationship with your spouse, your relationship with the Lord. You can be working on those things. And then at some point, those two things are going to collide. The finances will be in place and the relational investments will be in place. And that is where people get a return on their investment in life that come in joy, fulfillment, happiness, peace. And they're content without needing to create all this obscured finances for no reason. Your finances will then have a purpose. So as you go through this, write it out. The second step to this is then to go back to everything that's going to cost you money and total up what it costs. What does it cost if you want to go on a luxury ski vacation every year? Where is that in your mind? What is luxury to you? Is it the Ritz-Carlton and Bachelor Gulch for a week, for two weeks? Total up what that costs. What does that cost? Write it down. 
what does it cost to have the ability to live every single day without going to work? Maybe your mortgage at this point in time is paid off. Maybe it's not. If your mortgage is paid off once you get to financial freedom, the numbers you're going to total up is your power bill, your water, your electricity. Put in some numbers, put in placeholders to figure out what does it actually cost me every day to live? Because when you get to financial freedom, whether you have financial freedom through investments paying you or you have invested in 401ks or your IRA or other investment vehicles, um, it's still going to cost you to live. You still have to eat. You still have to put gas in your car or connect your car to your electricity at your house. You still have to have electricity at your house. You still have to pay for gas and trash and all the things that it takes to live in your home. You're still going to have those expenses. So total up what it costs to live in a month for you and to do the things you want to do in a year and divide that up between 12 months in a year. So what I have found that most people land that I've done this experiment with somewhere between 15 and 30 to $40,000 a month. And that $40,000 a month, I mean, for some people listening to this, you may think, I don't even make $40,000 a year right now. And that's totally fine. We'll talk in later episodes about how to grow your wealth. But right now it's identifying what is your wealth going to go for? What is your wealth going to provide you? And we've got to know what it is that we're trying to purchase. What is the lifestyle you're trying to purchase before you can ever start saving for that lifestyle? And you can figure out that number before you're ever in a position to be able to start saving for it. And so we're going we're gonna to put these into place. So at $15,000 a month, that's $180,000 a year that you need to make in order to support this dream lifestyle. For some people, that $40,000 may be just shy of five hundred grand in a year that they need to make. But I'll tell you what, making $40,000 a month, if you have no bills, I mean, you could, there's, the world is your oyster. You can rent a yacht. You, for, you can go on a, I mean, you can go to Europe for an entire month, completely live there for 15 grand. You know, so 40,000 is a ton of money. But whatever the money is to create the life that you've written down, you want to hone in on that and get crystal clear and divide it up into 12. Now, you may also say, hey, what are some of the lifetime achievements and experience? What is that going to cost you? What do you think it's going to cost you? You may not have a definitive number in your head or you may not know how much it costs to, to do some of these things. So start researching that. Start seeing. But some of these items can simply take care of themselves whenever you have the time freedom. And when you have no debt and you have lived within your means and your home, your primary home where you live is paid for, expenses tend to go down pretty far if, you, if you're not living extravagant. So if you want to raise money for different organizations, a lot of that has to do with time and connection with people. So how are you going to create and generate that time and connection? You also can create those connections right now while you are going to work every single day. You can make connections right now in life that eight years from now, 10 years from now, 20 years from now, you're going to be able to call on those relationships when you're doing the thing you are called to do. And so with this, with this experiment in your life, I want you to be super detailed 
figure out what are the things that you can do absolutely free right now in your life and then get really clear on what is it going to cost me on a yearly and monthly basis to do what it is that I want to do in my life. And that's what your financial freedom number is. And for everybody, it's going to be different. For some people, it's, I mean, you may have financial freedom with $5,000 a month and that's beautiful. That's wonderful. Some people, it may be more and that's totally okay. Having excess is not an issue. Enjoying life and spending money on things that bring you joy, is there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with either scenario, whether you live simply or whether you live not so simply. There's not a wrong answer. I would love for you to come over to our Facebook group and share what your lifestyle number is. I want to know what it is that you dream of doing day in and day out. I want to know what your lifestyle number is, what your financial freedom number is. I want to know what you can do today that's going to inch you closer and closer to living your lifestyle freedom. Hey guys, I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. I want to take a minute and just say thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investing Well. My hope and prayer is that each of these episodes will bless you and leave you with practical steps, not only to creating financial freedom in your life, but tactical actions to help you build and invest in the life of your dreams, the life I know you deserve. I would love for you to join us over in our free Facebook community called the Investing Well Podcast Community. That's where we want to connect you to other like-minded people who are investing well in their lives and continue these conversations. Now, if you've enjoyed this podcast, please consider leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps us grow and reach more people on their investing journey. We truly appreciate your support and stay tuned for more episodes. And until next time, Happy investing.